Hey guys, and welcome to Gina's Golden Tea Podcast. I am the Alpha, Chris Longino. Friday night here and uh, recording intros in the podcast. Uh, I've been hanging up tonight a little bit and watching or uh, making my card for the Carolina Clash, or hopefully they'll allow it. I don't see why they wouldn't. But making a card, first time ever doing it. I think it's gonna. I think you guys are gonna like it. So, uh, this is Golden Team Mobile time, and uh, here we are, uh, nine qualifiers down, seven to go, and uh, it's been some real excitement. I had Chad Trump on, and uh, he shared some of that excitement as well. He's been calling the matches. I think he's really enjoying uh, watching you guys. Just put on some great shows as far as the game's concerned. And you guys are getting really, really good at this. Um, and what's, I guess, watching the evolution of it all, too, like how how people are playing differently now than they did during, say, even the last World's Qualifier, if you want to go back that far. Or even just in Missouri when I was there. Now, granted, there was only nine guys there. It was a really small sample size. There's some high-level skill going on with this game. So, uh, I applaud it. It's awesome. Chad Trump had a great conversation with me. We talked about uh, just the last few weeks of Worlds qualifying. A little bit of league talk and also a little Chicago speculation. It's a good conversation, as all the Chad Trump conversations are. So, here he is. Chad Trump. All right, taping this on a Wednesday night, and uh, it's been a little over a month since I talked to this guy, so I have to have him on. Uh, voice of now the Golden Tee Mobile World Championship qualifier, he, along with Adam Kramer and others, will help anchor coverage of the 2022 Golden Tee World Championship, whatever it happens. I'm sure he'll be there for it. Chad Trump, what's up, my man? How we doing? I'm good, Gino. What's happening, man? Uh, I can't complain. You know, we're we're gonna get this started. And I, first off, are you, you liking the new announcing gig? I know, I, I know this. You said you got a lot going on in life, but I mean, you like you know calling these matches, man. I like it. I mean, that was it was my childhood dream. I, I don't know childhood, but when I I remember when I was 15. I think I was a sophomore. Yeah, because I graduated at 17. I was a 15 year old, and completely addicted to sports like you are i mean you know my whole life it's every single sport whatever sport was in season i was that was my favorite sport love watching everything and i love consuming it whether it be radio television or the print media back in the day and um i remember i was in uh, my english class and a guy named james johnson came in the class he was he was a junior uh, honors English teacher, but he was also the uh, head of WRFT, the voice of the Franklin Central Flashes. He was the like the sponsor or whatever. He was the teacher in charge of that. <clears throat> and um, he said, boys, girls, I'm here to recruit. I need to know if anyone has any interest in sports broadcasting. And I thought, shit. Hell yes. I'm in. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I'm very interested in it and um, kind of raised my hand and, 
and got going in that. Ended up doing play by play my junior year and senior years uh, in high school, and then went on to college and did it. And then, man, I just I got an opportunity to, to got a pretty good job out of out of college and at Ford Motor Company and didn't pursue it. So, long story short, I mean, I've always loved this. I've always loved broadcasting and and commentating and and when Andy Coleman kind of broached the subject of, Hey, um, would you want to start calling some of these matches? I thought, well, heck I can, I can give it a shot. Um, because, you know, honestly, Josh Simmons from the league, um, was asking, Hey, who, who can actually broadcast some of these, these, uh, uh, league matches. And that was in season two or season three. And I thought, well, heck I can do it. So ever since then, I've just kind of done the golden team mobile gig and it is super busy, brother. I mean, I am super busy with it right now. I know. I'm in the uh, Golden Tee Arcade business. Not all that busy with the announcing game right now. But, you know, we'll get back into it. Uh, you're kind of like me, Chad, where, you know, I, uh, yeah, I've pretty much been a, a sports nut my whole life. And um, I don't know. I've always had a real appreciation for the people that really call and tell the story. Um, and uh I guess uh, if I had to point somebody out that I really, really love, and that's where the hype really comes from for me, is Gus Johnson. Gus Johnson, a world-renowned college football, especially throughout Big Ten country. Uh, he, he does all the Fox Big Noon games. Gus Johnson, a favorite of mine. And mm. I've always loved the Al Michaels, yeah. Jim Nance, me too. Uh, all, all those. And so that's what kind of I always try to channel that. Never got as far as you did, because if I did that much in high school and college, boy, Oh, boy, I would love to have done something like that. Um, yeah, that, you know, it's still to this day, like I, I don't have regrets necessarily because I've had a, a really good life. Yeah, same here, successful. man. I've been successful in, in business and um, have done okay for myself, I'm comfortable, right? But, I mean, there's always in the back of my mind that, God, what if, because I also love to write. I mean, it's one yeah. of my passions is sports writing and um between the two, I, I truly think I could have made a career of it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not going to say that. And I don't even believe I'd been anything like a Gus Johnson or Al Michaels or anything. But, um, man, heck, you could be you could be a, a, a Midwest broadcaster somewhere. You know, maybe I announced the Indianapolis Indians baseball games the rest of my life and make a comfortable living doing that. Something. So, I mean, in the back of my brain, I always think, God, what could happen? Or if I could have, you know, written what I have my own column by now, who knows? But I don't know. It's, it's, this has been a fun, um, we're going to put an epic career, if you will. It's just the chance to kind of get back at doing some of the stuff I like to do when I was younger. Uh, we're we're going to put in our resumes with the Indianapolis Colts. We'll start with them. They want to hire Pat McAfee, but we need to step in front of that. Gino. Yeah. So the Indianapolis Colts play-by-play announcer for years, since the Colts came to Indy in 1984, his name was Bob Lamey. Yeah. Um, Lamey, I mean, just anytime you hear a Peyton Manning touchdown on NFL Network, and it's, you know, one of the slow-motion touchdowns to Marvin Harrison or Reggie Wayne, you hear Bob Lamey scream touchdown and, you know, but he got in some serious hot water like four years ago um, was, I don't think he was telling a racist joke, but he was, he used some offensive language while telling a story to an African American woman and, and he lost his job over it. And he had been the voice of the Colts for 30 years. And I thought, I, 33 years maybe something like that and I thought 
God, man, how incredible would it have been if I had been following my dreams all these years <laughs> and I would have had myself in somewhat of a position just to say, hey, I, I just want an interview. I would love to have a shot. Just, you know, talk to me for five minutes. But, you know, alas, uh, instead, I, I commentate world uh, qualifier head to head matches. Week number eight, Golden T-Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, let's, let's talk Golden T-Mobile for a second. Let's talk. Let's let's run back about four weeks ago, uh, because about right before the last time you and I talked, you were telling everybody, nobody needs to tell me what happens because you knew there could be something really good. And then that particular night, Nick Ravenko and Brian Lavoie treated you to a classic on Dodge City Front Nine. Just uh. We've had a month to digest. Just what, what was that match like for you? Just watching it live. Man. Oh my God, man. That was, that's just one of those deals when um, old fart box, Nick, Nick Ravenko um, was out of his mind. And, but then Brian, and that, that week Nick was out of his mind. I mean, like that first round he had on, on, uh, on Dodge, I think he had three hole outs that first uh, quarterfinal match. If I remember right, I think he shot an 18 under par, Chris, for nine yeah. holes. Mm -hmm. um, Lavoie, Lavoie is maybe outside of Tony Johnson, in my opinion, he's the most deadly uh, shooter in the whole game. His his issue this whole time has been nerves. I mean, he gets he gets extremely extremely nervous. Like you see his swipes on his putts, and it's you let le you legitimately feel sorry for him because you can just see that like a straight putt man it, it literally looks like he's throwing it out to 10 o'clock oh. or two o'clock I mean that's how bad it gets and we all know I mean inside our little community the maybe the upper echelon people that kind of communicate with him quite a bit we knew it was just a matter of time once you conquer those nerves right so he has started to conquer those nerves so we get to the finals and it's it's Nick and Brian Lavoy and it is it reminded me of uh, Rocky Balboa, Apollo Creed, and Rocky too. Just literally back and forth, back and forth. It is a slugfest. Mm -hmm. You know, one one guy goes up by uh, great shot points. Then the next hole, another guy hits just a freaking unbelievable shot. And GSPs, he takes the lead. It gets to the ninth hole. Lavoie has to have massive points to win. Hits a, I, I think he hit a four iron grabber. Mm -hmm. um, the pin was on the whole nine Dodge city. I know cabinet guys know what hole that is. Um, obviously mobile guys know what that is. <clears throat> Hits that grabber in there and it checks just past the hole and starts coming down to that, that hole. And he gets just enough points to punch his ticket to Vegas. And I was, and I, I didn't know, I, I knew he was going to get a shit ton of points, but I didn't, but he had to have a shit ton or he yeah. wasn't going to make it. And, um, it was exciting. I, I just couldn't wait for that screen to flip to show you the results. Cause I didn't know. Yeah. And, and when Brian won, that was a legitimate, very cool moment. I think everybody, I heard from so many people in that match, just how exciting that match was, you know, to see that back and forth. And um, I rewatched that thing a couple of times just because it was so good. It was, uh, and Brian's a really good friend of mine too. So yeah. Blav, um, when he made us really happy for him, he's, um, super cool dude and and just uh one hell of a player and he is he's a guy if he can conquer the nerves in in vegas and i know we're a ways away mm -hmm. but gino i'm telling you he is you can ask whammy 
he's good enough to win Vegas. He's good enough to win Worlds. That's a strong testimony. Uh, Chad, I was sitting there looking in my living room, and I had my earbuds in, and uh, my fiance, she was watching TV. And uh, it gets to the ninth hole where I believe who, – who went first? It, it was Ravenko, right? It was, yep. Nick yeah, went Raven- first. Yeah, he went first. I think he hit an orbit in. And then uh, with a softer grabber, four-iron grabber, Lavoie, you know, it was just one bounce up, and then it just stopped right there. And then I literally just – I stumble with my phone and it goes, you know, two <laughs> feet up in the air. And my fiance is looking at me like, what's going on? And I'm like, nothing, nothing's going on. I was, yeah, uh, I, it, was it was exciting, awesome. man. Man, so. it was. I mean, that was, that's easily, easily mm-hmm. the best match I've watched in, in doing all these. And even last year watching, you know, Adam do, you know, eight, 10, 12 weeks. I only watched maybe the last 10 or 12 weeks of it. But I, I can't imagine a better match that we had, you know, the slugfest that was back and forth. I mean, it was a legitimate heavyweight bout. And if, if you were to write that script and say, hey, let's make a little movie about Golden T-Mobile, I mean, it's it's a Hollywood ending. I mean, that's how you end something like that. Yeah. It was it was pretty damn awesome to watch, and I was pretty fortunate to be able to call that. I, I really enjoyed that one. Well, well that was uh, been the, one of the highlights of the – of the month while we do that. But then uh, once you guys, uh, right before you guys head to Nashville, you know, Matt Vick, he slides on in just Dude, once, man. eight seed, just the eight yep. seed, and slides on in and introduces himself to the second, his second world championship. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy that um, played college football. He was a kicker. So, you know, these guys are used to those kind of moments, right? Mm hmm. Um, he is a PGA pro. He played, he was a sectional qualifier, played in what Greensboro. Yeah, he uh, got him a he got him a sponsors or some kind of exemption into that. Uh yeah, he qualified uh, for it by yeah. uh, winning the PGA sectional. Okay. Um, so you know, I, I you know, we've got a lot of common friends. I, I talked to Ken's about it, mm-hmm. and Greg's like, listen, if you win a sectional qualifier, you're a bad mother. I mean, yeah. you don't just win one of those. You know, because, you know, you're shooting halfway decent one day. You have to be a very good golfer to do that. So so he's a, a former college kicker. He's a PGA professional in a sense. He was a, a, a pro, a teaching pro, a professional at Pinehurst. Mm-hmm. He had one of the courses. I mean, this guy, he's legitimately pressure tested. He's battle tested. Um, and he, he gets to, he makes it into the top eight. And when you get to the head-to-heads, it's – I'm not – no, I am saying it's almost a coin flip because players are so good anymore. Yeah. It is almost a coin flip. But Mac was – or Matt was in that from the beginning and just, you know, victory, 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 qualified, done. I mean, just took care of business. You know, he's he's one of the few that has now made it twice. And I believe – was that his only – that was his only time in the top eight. I mean, he had, yeah, he had that was it. That's all he needed. Yeah, three and zero done. Thank you, boy. I bet I'll you, see you in Vegas. Just I bet, tell me the dates. <laughs> I bet you Luna wants to punch him in the face. Oh man, don't we all? <laughs> yeah, or I say Lance Harris, not actually Paul Luna, but uh, and then the following week, I guess this uh, this World Championship probably wouldn't have been complete without Brian Davis, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, there was. I don't think anyone had any doubt Brian Davis was going to get there. He's a phenomenal player. Um, you know, we talk about his math and, and how he runs numbers. We know Golden T-Mobile is predominantly um, a math game. It's math-driven. 
and he uses that to his advantage. And, and, uh, man, he's a great player. He is a great player, Gino. Yeah. And, and we knew, we knew he would make it. Yeah. And then, uh, one we have to talk about and we should uh mm, i know what you're going to talk about yeah well i mean because it was hard really to believe we went eight weeks almost i think it was all it was the eighth week and finally eat a duck sam hines beats riley hitchcock on volcano the backside of volcano to get himself finally finally it took him a while but he was in i was getting a little concerned i didn't want to see what we saw last year this yeah, would have been, this would have been that would have been an upset if he didn't get in. Happy to see him get in. Thoughts, man. Yeah, that was um, several of us have been talking about that, too, about I mean, it was starting to be eerily similar to what uh, Lance Harris had to go through in, in 2020 um, over 16 or whatever it was. And, and Sam's a great player. He's an innovator of the game. He's he's a guy that really works at shots that. I'm not saying you didn't seem possible. You didn't think they were possible. You just didn't think to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's going to hit a one iron sniper from 135, 140 yards out and, and have it land right before the hole and, and just, you know, dive right in. It's um, he has changed the way we play the game. He has changed it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can watch the matches. You can watch today's matches. You can watch um, last week's matches. Saw cow zone. Um, hit a two iron sniper that he would have never done before. He would have never done that. Um, none of us would have done that except maybe Ben Garday, Nebraska ball. Yeah. Um, he's the true godfather all, of all of it. This, the, the low stinger javelins mm-hmm. and starting to incorporate a few stinger uh, snipers here and there. But, you know, Sam Hines is really taking it to another level. And, you know, what's the next step in the evolution of the game? Who knows? I mean, there's going to be something. Just I would not hope. sure what it is. I would I would hope. Um, I mean, he's a real contender, right? I mean, oh, just a real yes. contender. Like if yeah. I'm if I if I'm that guy that bets the twelve to one in the Kentucky Derby, not the four to one, not the seven to five. I'm talking about that middle of the road, not middle of the road. I'd say upper middle of the road. Like if you're putting t- Tony Johnson one, yep maybe Brian LaVoy to somewhere out there, but Sam Hines is right there, right behind it. Right. Oh, Sam's there. right there. Yeah. Sam's right there. The one thing that, and I've talked to Sam and I think it offends him and I, I don't mean to offend him, but what Sam is going to have to do somehow is get himself to a live event to feel those nerves, the real nerves, like not, not the thing where you're sitting on your couch and you're playing your game and your hand gets a little shaky and you get up and you go, you know, pour yourself a Elijah Craig barrel proof. And, you know, you have a couple of sips like I'm doing right now. <laughs> That's the most Chad um, Trump thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you come back 10 minutes later and then, you know, you've relaxed yourself a little bit and, and you swipe your shot straight. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not going to happen. Right. I mean, you're at a live tournament. You're going to have to figure it out. And he needs to get a tournament or two under his belt, in my opinion, um, to be able to compete for a world championship because he Sam hit a ton of straight shots. He was very, very consistently hitting it straight. And we've talked about it, like how he prepares himself to hit a straight shot because I've been struggling on that iPad to hit it straight consistently. Yeah. And he's got a thing that he does. And, and I tried to emulate it and I, st- I, it would work some, I couldn't get it to always work, but he's got a way he hits it. And um, we'll just have to see in Vegas how it works. 
I mean, I think Sam could do it. Sam is a fantastic player. So there's no question that Sam could win the Worlds. Uh, where's he from? He's in Colorado. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yep. All right. Uh, a couple and- of good players from Colorado. Josh Carlson's out there, goes by Dirtbag, and you've got Sam Hines out there. And, and they actually play cabinet every now and then together. Now, uh, we just uh, now we just watched the 2003 and 2007 Golden Tee Arcade Mobile World Champ uh, Arcade World Champion Greg Kensler uh, yep. have a kind of a tough last match against uh, what will be a newcomer in Shankopotamus, which is Brian. Is it Will Davis? Will Davis? Yeah, he's South Carolina boy. Now, can you tell me what part of South Carolina? I wish I could. I don't know. For some reason, Columbia hits me right in the face, but I don't know if that's right. Uh, I could find out in 10 minutes, and, but and I, don't, we, I don't really know. I, 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 and we can't have a Golden Team Mobile World Ch- uh, a Golden Team Mobile Tournament in South Carolina. Give me a break. I got two of them right there. You got two world qualifiers. That's two right, I do. That's yeah, right two I do. of the eight are in your state, man. So, anyways, uh, newcomer to the tournament, though. Uh, just uh, thoughts about him. Have you seen much of his game? I've seen him a lot. We've been in um, – we were in, you know, I, I come back to Golden Team Mobile, the league a lot. Of course. Because that's where most of these guys have cut their teeth and, and gotten better. You know, all the credit in the world, again, to Josh Simmons for this idea that he came up with about having this league. And and then it's incredible. It is. I mean, it's, it's my first it, season, it man. I loved it. And so, you know, Shank Potamus was in um, a couple of the league, a couple of the divisions with me, and we've kind of, followed each other and silver and gold and and so i played with him a lot a lot and he is so good he's been good for a long time this is not like hey man what a surprise shankopotamus makes it if if people would have said hey shankopotamus made it into the world championship you'd be like yeah of course he did he's great so he's it's not a surprise like there are a couple surprises you know i know we just talked about matt vick it's not that matt's not matt's not great it's just that he's not consistently great. He is, he is not, I'm telling you now, he's not as good as Shankopotamus. Yeah. But Matt Vick has this thing about him where he, he turns into Superman when he has to. It's just, he just didn't in Vegas last time, but he, um, he's, I don't know. Shankopotamus, Will Davis is extremely good. Extremely good. Top, top 12, top 15 players in the world. No question. And uh, it's just, I mean, this podcast is not coming out till tomorrow anyway. So I guess we can uh, just talk about uh, the matches that just came out an hour ago as uh, what is it going to be? Is it going to be Riley Hitchcock versus uh, Mr. Jesus? It is. It's going to be. Um, and these guys, it's, it's Brian Muxlow. He's from Detroit, Michigan. Um, he and I have become pretty close. And then Riley Hitchcock, you know, the longtime I've known Riley probably since 05, maybe mm-hmm. somewhere in that neighborhood back when he lived in Florida, a cabinet guy. Um, but anyway, they're both have, have really steadily improved. And again, I go back to the league. They have just climbed the ranks from, you know, the purple to the bronze to the silver and, and into the gold division. Cheese. This is a whole out machine, man. It's just a whole yeah. out machine. And, and he uses a lot of Sam's, um, tutelage as far as those type of hole outs the sniper stingers or and and 
Tilt Nasty has become just an absolute freak. I mean, he is he is very good. I think right now Riley's top 15 in the world. I think Jesus is probably top 20 in the world. It's going to be very interesting um, calling that match tomorrow night because they're both very good and they're both very deserving. It's not like, God, you believe Tilt Nasty and Jesus are in this? No, it's more like, you know, I'm glad one of them is going to be out of the way because yeah. that's how good they become. So we're how, how many weeks are we in now, Chad? This is the this would be the ninth qualifier, and we are in week ten right now of qualifying. So this is the tenth week. It's the tenth week that we are actually qualifying, qualifying like on, yeah, okay. playing our games right now to get our right. seventy in so, top so, thirty. But so, this is this is basically from la- what I'm you're see tomorrow night, which would be you know till nasty and Jesus. That is for the ninth world qualifier. So, all right. So we're ninth world qualifier. Okay, so we're nine down by tomorrow night. Seven yep. to go. Yep. What have we learned so far? Okay, nine weeks into this. The competition is obviously a lot more fierce than last year. It's been a long time. It's been a long time since we had that first world qualifier. But we've seen the level of competition now. It's, it's definitely a, a different game than what it was. Oh, dude. I, I just – it's hard to fathom how good players have gotten yeah. in, in a short time. I mean, that was March of 2020. We're in September, 2021. So what is that? 18, 19, 20 months, somewhere in that neighborhood. And guys are freaking great. Like there's, you can you just don't know who's going to creep in the top eight because you're not really surprised. I mean, you might have a name that you haven't seen in there, um, somebody might sneak in, but when they get in, you don't go, damn, how did he get in there? Like Jason Edwards, um, don't effing worry about it. It's what he plays as, DFWAI. Yeah. Well, you didn't even know who Jason Edwards was last year. Nope. Um, this year, he's been in two of, of the week's uh, world's qualifiers. That's what I'm talking about, man. Guys like uh, me, um, others that were kind of mainstays last year and getting into the, in, into the qualifiers and playing in these head to head matches, man, I haven't even, t- I haven't even gotten close yet. I was 12th the best time I've done the best I've done. And you got these guys from last year, you never heard of have improved so much and they're getting in these head to heads and, and passing a lot of guys up. And I love it. I love it. I love all this new blood. It's, it's, I love calling a match. Like I got to uh, yesterday when I got, jason edwards in a match and i don't even remember who jason played was it jesus it might have been yes yes exactly that was so cool to me two guys that haven't played much in these you know on the youtube sessions um where they got their games broadcast and now here they are playing each other it's just it's fresh and i love that kind of stuff it's almost like watching nfl and a couple of teams that are always downtrodden have gotten good all of a sudden and now all of a sudden they are or featured on a Thursday night game or, or Sunday night game. It's just, it's neat to see somebody new and these guys are well-deserving and I wouldn't be surprised to see Jason Edwards back again. Um, we're looking now, there's a, still a lot of really big names on the board that we only have six spots left now after, after tomorrow night, we'll only have six. There's a lot of really good players still out there, Chad. There's great players. Kinsler's still not in. Mike Smith is still not in. That's that's um, one. 
that's a big one. I mean, both of those guys, by the way, you know, played in the 2020 worlds. Mark Duchesne is not in yet. Um, who am I missing? I mean, there's, there's a ton of guys not in yet. Micah Middleton's not in yet. There's Who's my uh, runner, runner up last year. Benji, Benji, Ben Costain's not in yet. Yeah. This, I mean, God, man. I mean, that just tells you how many, like Jordan is in. Yeah. Jordan earned his place. Jordan hit, you know, we've talked about it. The shot he hit on 18 of Dodge was freak nasty. And that mm-hmm. got him into the, in the tournament. He's a newcomer. Sam Hines is a newcomer. Uh, we're going to have a newcomer tomorrow night. It's either going to be Riley Hitchcock or Brian Muxlow. Will Davis. Um, you know, Will Davis is a newcomer. There's four as we're just kind of wrapping here. I mean, there's probably more than that that we're forgetting. Yeah, Lance, Har- Lance Harris, we, need, I mean, we still haven't seen him. And we, want, we, want to see, we really want to see Lance get in. I think, I think there's a, a portion of I would all love, this. Yeah, I'd love to see Lance in. Lance, is, Lance has really recaptured the magic. But Lance is saying what it, how hard it is now. I mean, Lance has played pretty solid for the last, you know, two months. He's really back into it since uh, the 2020 Worlds, which was held in 2021 in July in Vegas. We got him back into things. He played in the league this year in gold. Mm-hmm. And, and now he's trying to qualify for the – the 2021 championship and he's only i think he's only been in head-to-head matches twice yeah maybe three times he was in every damn week last year um that just tells you how much the talent has grown it is a tidal wave of talent uh, no I, I'm, I had to come look at it right now because i mean one uh, the, the darling of the 2020 golden t mobile world championship was barrett detterman and uh, yeah yeah, yeah. He, he's still not in uh Matt Calderon, I still have a standing appointment with that guy. He has to podcast with me at some point. He's not in yet. Um, yeah, we went great through a, players. Yeah, Both went through great. a lot of them. Uh, and, oh, and is old is old fart box in? No. So no, yeah. wait a minute. No, so he's not in yet. That's a Nick Rivera. Not, not in yet. No. Wow. In. Yeah, th- there's going to be some people missing out. There will be uh, some incredible talent that does not get to play in the World Championship, and honestly. If we want to go there, that's a damn shame. It's yeah. a shame that 16 no, no, no. players that's a that's a that's a freaking shame. Man. At this point, it's almost looking that way. Four months ago, I wouldn't have believed it, but now um yeah, yeah this is uh there's enough to fill a pretty big talent pool. Um I think you could have 32 pretty easily. 32 competitive golden team mobile players. For I sure. mean competitive, where you know, number 32 could beat a number one if number one makes a mistake here or there maybe even just one mistake but i'm mm. man i am dead serious when i tell you the top 30 players in the world are only separated by a couple strokes total over 18 holes maybe three i whammy's way up there um he, he didn't finish first in gold this year i think right uh ryan tusky from canada might have finished first yeah but and those guys you know play super well and that's another guy that's that's not qualified yet it's ryan tusky but anyway, you go to maybe the 10th best player in silver and you take him and put him in a match with a top five guy in gold. And it's not like you're going to Vegas and trying to make your mortgage payment on that match. You're not. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's not a gimme whatsoever. No, no not at all. Uh, just oozing in just so many new players and so much new talent here in uh, the world of Golden T-Mobile. 
just some quick league talk real quick. How did you, I just want to ask how you did. I saw you were in gold. How'd you do this year, <laughs> bud? Well, are you relegated? I did. So I think if you remember, I decided that the iPad was, was going to have to be, that was going to have to be a mainstay. I was going to have to, to figure out the iPad. And I thought that, see, I had two weeks before the season started. I play pretty hard and I knew I was going to get my ass beat the first week, mm-hmm. maybe into the second week. But I thought, you know, after four weeks or so, I should be where I needed to be. And it just didn't happen. I mean, it just did not happen. I just, I cannot swipe consistently as straight as I need to swipe with that iPad. So yeah, I, I, I tried to, I tried to get myself into the top 15 so I could stay in gold. I was in gold season one, got relegated to silver season two, and I've been gold since. So I'm back in silver. I'm back with some of my boys that um, became great friends with in the second season, kind of excited, honestly, to play with Adam Hurdle and Ian Hughes and Micah Middleton. So many good guys that are, are going to be in silver next season. But uh, yeah, man, I, I sucked. And I, I decided that since when I went to Nashville and I thought that everyone had to play on an iPad and we actually didn't have to play on an iPad, you play on your phone, screw it, man. I'm playing on my phone. And if I qualify for Vegas, I'll I'll figure out the iPad. Yeah. I understand that, man. Uh, My first season. uh, How'd you do? uh, I finished third. Uh, I will be be moving on. Uh, So and I, I'm going to have Joel and Josh, I think, on at some point. I wanted to do it before the clash, and uh, before they started uh, season eight, but I'm just we're not going to be able to get to it. Um, the barrier to entry for this, because there takes a little bit of work to it, where you have to go out, you have to find the people, you have to uh, get friends with them. But once you get it going, it's constantly fluid and it's very active. It's, I love it um and just and you're in a and you're in a division that generally has pretty good competition i'm down in the bushwood country club uh as they call that uh web was i guess the lowest division my first year although it was bernsey's first year too and he was in spackler so i I don't know what the difference is i mean there's yeah there's i think there's what four or five different divisions four four in 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 the Bushwood country club. And then that's when you get yourself up after that, you go to purple and then it's bronze, you know, silver and gold. But, um, what, what we really try hard to do. And I think you probably found this to be true is that there is always within reason, there is always a division that is going to be competitive for a golden T mobile player. That is the catch. That is what should get people interested in joining uh, the league, it's that there are you're not going to play something that's going to shoot a 27 under if you're shooting a nine under or 15 under. You're not going to be forced to play somebody like that. Now, there are the one offs when you just play out of your mind. I'm sure, Gino, you had some matches where you played just out of your mind. I had a 22 and under, man. It's crazy. That's nice. <laughs> and, and you probably absolutely destroyed the player you played. Uh, it was close um, to it, yeah. So anyway, it, it's just that's the that's the real thing where if people are competitive, which there's so many of us that are, and um, the league is just the thing where you you've always got people that you can play with that are similar skill as you, and if if you develop faster than they do, you get moved up. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a shit season, I mean, you're relegated. So I'm back to silver. 
um, you're moving up. So yeah, I guess just, it's I'll, fun. I'll go to uh, I think Spackler next year or next season. I, I guess if I play the next because I'm not I'm not going to play season eight, uh, but I will be probably. I'll probably around for the first of the year, the first whatever the first season is of the first of the year. Uh, I'm going to, I got the clash coming up, and I may sharpen my arcade game up because I got to like I got to be in Dallas, and I want to be ready for that one. So. Completely, completely understandable. Completely, yeah. Um, so uh, Chicago, mm. we just Let's got this. We, we we just got this late on us last week. You probably know more than I do. I just saw the trailer. Uh, player ran player run yep chicago illinois chad what do you know tell me i will tell you what i know so this is mm, how do i say this so this is an opportunity for golden t-mobile to kind of step out of the shadow if you will of the pgt of the cabinet tournaments and just kind of get our own place just our own show um and and all of us all the mobile players will just rave about how well the cabinet tournaments are run but there's no question and probably rightfully so that mobile is going to take second fiddle in, in those tournaments they just are you everyone there's 125 150 people there to play cabinet and you might have 20 people there at the, at the moment 15 20 people to play uh the mobile version so we understand that but we're trying to grow this game and we want our own place we want our own voice we want our opportunity to to have our own tournament so chicago illinois spring of next year the date has not been finalized location is still up in the air we're working on that got a lot of time we truly think that we're going to have 40 people there maybe more um working on getting um sponsorship money um, IT working on getting them there to stream, uh, working on IT to kick in money. I think we're working on um, an unnamed. I don't. I, I think it's still a little bit under the radar, but we think we have some added money from another company. Nice. Um, I mean, there's there's an opportunity to get a lot of money into this first tournament, and it's just going to be mobile. So um, we will have the priority, and it, it'll be run in a way where we're going to have uh, team tournaments. We're going to have um, uh, almost similar to what the cabinet does, where you get your main bracket and then players will qualify for a purple or a pink or whatever. You're going to be playing um, with the opportunity to win money, even if you're not a Tony Johnson, even if yeah. you're not a Mark Duchesne, you can still win some money. If you're, you know, a, a Gino, you know, you can, you can still win some money potentially. Yeah. So that's what we're looking at. And it's going to be in Chicago, like we've been saying, because when you, you know, Joel Wilburn, who is maybe one of the smartest people I know, he runs the data and shows everyone where everyone's located in the country. And honestly, the central location is Indianapolis, Indiana, That's great. but Chicago is very close to Indy. And we think that's, you know, with the airports there and, the easiness that that would be to travel there, that Chicago would be the best place to have a tournament. It's going to be in the IT's headquarters for crying out loud. Sure. I mean, how hard would it be to come out there and support the event, right? Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that sounds awesome. So no location yet, but we have, you know, just wheels in motion. Uh, and we don't have a date yet, do we? We don't have a date. Uh, it is going to be in the spring. It's 
looking at March, April, we don't want this to run the same weekend as a, uh, a PGT tournament. Um, we do have, we had a meeting with a bar owner yesterday in a nice place in the Western Burbs. Um, we're going to have another meeting with him coming up, have some sponsorship money. We're have some meetings there. Um, things are really coming together quickly and Good. just, just trying to put together, uh, the best tournament that we can. Uh, and we don't want to have mistakes. We want this to be when you come to your very first tournament, a lot of these guys that play mobile have never been in a true tournament. So this will be their first view of it. And there's several of us that have been to, you know, countless, and we want this to go very, very well. Oh, this sounds all exciting. Uh, got a lot to look forward to, especially, I mean, we'll, also, you guys have to dodge a, a Golden Tee Mobile World Championship as well, because that's got to happen as well. That's going to happen. The Golden Tee Mobile World Championship, I know the Arcade Championship is somewhere on that docket. Um, you've got your PGT tournaments. I, I mean, it's just, there's a lot of things to kind of dodge. I mean, we're, we're, we're looking at those things, and, and once things become more concrete, we can kind of start finalizing and, and but, you know, we've got a lot of time. We're still looking at five, six months until that initial tournament, maybe even more than that. So we've got time. All right. Uh, you already know the winner for tomorrow night yet? No, I don't want to know. I, I've okay. told them and, and both. I mean, I, I feel like uh, Brian Muxlow and I are, are very good friends. Riley and, Riley and I are very friendly. Um, I just don't want to know who wins. I think by the time the podcast comes out, I will know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I, I don't want to know. I, I just It's more authentic if I don't know what happens. Awesome. So, all right, Chad. Well, I appreciate you joining me, man. We're going to probably talk closer to the end of this qualifier, and uh, hopefully we'll have some more context in both what the world championship will be and what you guys will be running in Chicago. I'll be happy to hear about it. Yeah, man. I'll try to bring you some new info and, and can't wait and want to congratulate you and your fiancé on your engagement. Very Thank happy you very for much. you. And, um, man, I know it's going to be great. Yeah, man. We'll talk a lot more about that, too. All right. Appreciate you talking to me, buddy. Okay. Take care, Gino. All right. Thanks to Chad Shrump for coming on and talking some of the Golden T-Mobile stuff with me. Uh, we're going to try to have him on closer to the end of Worlds Qualifying. Hopefully, by then, we'll have a little bit more clarity of what a World Championship looks like in both arcade and mobile. And hopefully we'll have a little bit more clarity in what that Chicago tournament could look like for Golden Team Mobile. Excited to see what that could possibly look at look like. So stay tuned to that. I appreciate everyone who listens to this podcast. If you uh, have someone out there that you think may like this stuff, please share it to them. Let them know I exist. Always my preferred listening platform is iHeartRadio. It is the world's largest network of podcasts. I make a beautiful home there. If you don't listen to me there, please do find me. Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, guys. No pod. I don't think I have a podcast for next week scheduled unless uh, something comes up. I might record something for you guys. Uh, following week, early that week, right before the clash, I'm going to have Matthew Van Hoosier and Brian Bernsey. We'll talk uh, 
We'll talk stop number five on the National Golden Tee Tour presented by Power Events. And that will be the third playing of the Carolina Clash. First time on tour. We cannot wait. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk soon.